Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know what makes them tick. Their favorite bouquet of roses and a box of chop. Roses and a scented can. A teddy bear. Roses and a teddy bear. Yeah, a teddy bear. So, head on over to proflowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. That's CRUSH15 at proflowers.com for 15% off through February 14th on flowers, gifts, and more for Valentine's Day. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Well, that's a wrap on the 2020 NFL season, Super Bowl 55. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers crowned Super Bowl champions. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. 31-9 final. Tampa Bay takes home the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Tom Brady, uh, Super Bowl title number seven. Another most valuable player award for Brady. His fifth uh, of the Super Bowl game, Mike. And I know that we had li- we liked the Buccaneers going into this game. I just don't know if we liked them for how good they looked against Kansas City. Well, we talk- always talk about it's halftime adjustments. Go back to the halftime adjustments from the game they played earlier this season, right? Just carried over and, and you doubled up. We-, we talked a lot about the KC offensive line. That certainly played big. But you had a- a- several opportunities for receivers to make plays for Patrick Mahomes, you know, where he's lying horizontal 
horizontal as if he's being dropped by from the ceiling in a Mission Impossible movie, and it hits a guy with a face mask. I mean, what else can he do? You can't you can't do much better than that. Uh, opportunities to put points on the board they couldn't get to Tom Brady, so everybody going after uh, and celebrating Wilfs on the morning after and that draft selection and how dominant he was all year. But it just – look, I, I picked the Bucks before the year. It rolled all the way through. And I, I would have thought we'd have, you know, the high-scoring game, the electricity. Yeah. And by the end of the third quarter, I popped on with our guys, Arnie Spanier and Chris Blank, and Arnie's like, come on, this game isn't over. I'm like, you you find me the pulse and then talk to me. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I was like, hey, they're not making plays. It's done. Yeah, there 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 were signs early that I didn't think that the Chiefs would, would need and have must-make plays in that end. They needed those to stay in the game in the first half, and and you mentioned the halftime adjustments. Even the end of the first half obviously didn't go uh, Kansas City's way. Nothing went their way. And when you look at how Super Bowl 54 played out with the win over San Francisco last year, the Chiefs obviously weren't even dominating that game uh, by any means. It needed the late comeback, but you also had Sammy Watkins with a big play. You had Damian Williams score the touchdown in addition to the to the uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, a, a big pass that he had. Travis Kelsey got in the end zone. Everybody contributed, and it wasn't just the top guys, and I just don't think that you got that from the Chiefs yesterday, partly because Mahomes was running for his life for half the game, Mike, but there was no running game. Uh, when they did, Clyde Edwards-Elair uh, flashed a little bit, but it was it was so far gone at that point that Kansas City just seemed out of it. And then you flip on the other side with, with Tampa Bay, and we talk about a fantasy perspective. I mean – you know, Gronk ends up being the 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 money maker with his uh, two scores and the uh, sixty yards that he had, but the Evans and Godwin connections that I think so many of us were high on at the beginning of the season again became that. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the the fleeting love of those, but they didn't even play a role. So even the Buccaneers and their uh, greatness. When you look at it from a fantasy perspective, the names that ended up getting it done in Tampa on Sunday just weren't the names that maybe we expected. Well, the three guys that showed up for this year, I mean, all the guys that were the wayward sons that found their way to Tampa. Hey, Gronk, you want to come out of retirement? Sure. He was hanging out at Disney World on on the Monday following Super Bowl. He had a lightsaber in his hand, and good old Gordy was right there with him, as you'd expect. Leonard Fournette, 89 on the yard and a score, and you're looking at the four for 46, right? That was the prop bet of prop bets. He was plus 175 to be the leading rusher in the game. I picked him as MVP, and I was hoping. When they had that goal line, and then they gave it to Ronald Jones twice, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Where's the big fella? And then, obviously, the big fella got fed in the second half. Uh, And then Antonio Brown, where they decided, all right, Teron Matthews starting to lose his head. Let's go pick on him. So, five catches, 22, and a score. I, I, I... I also think this, when we talk about a Super Bowl, I actually believe that the football fans who are listening to this podcast and listen to other podcasts and listen to other football shows actually don't care about the Super Bowl um, that much. And the reason I say that is because we all have our favorite teams, our squads that we follow, or you're betting or you're playing fantasy. The Chiefs fans and the Buccaneers fans are the ones who care about the Super Bowl. 
But realistically, everybody else is, while they are interested in the Super Bowl and are watching the Super Bowl, don't necessarily care about all of the breakdowns and, and how this is going to play out. They're more worried about, is my team in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? Am I, is sure. my team going to be able to trade their quarterback for a bunch of first-round picks? And that's where we are in the NFL. And I think when you look at, at this game, for all the fantasy people that listen to this podcast and play fantasy football, I'm sitting there thinking ahead to 2021. Well, Brady says he's going to be back, and Gronk says he's going to be back. We know that Leonard Fournette is, you know, just – we don't know about where his future is going to be. Chris Godwin or Mike Evans were top 10 wide receivers in all of our preseason magazines entering the year. There's no way that I am taking no. any of those guys in the top 10 next season. You look at the Chiefs, it's Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey – and, and, and Patrick Mahomes, but then you're like, gosh, there's not anybody else that even flashes. So even from a fantasy perspective, I think Super Bowl 55 was a letdown because there wasn't anybody there that made you think like, hmm, maybe next year this is the precursor. This is going to leap over. I, I thought that's why I like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire so much is when Damian Williams opted out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, they needed the running back in the Super Bowl. He had a big run. He's going to have that role. Just didn't work out for Kansas City at all. I just didn't understand why they abandoned the run altogether. Obviously, they didn't run it a ton back in week 12. Mm-hmm. But And, and Tyreek Hill went insane. And, and the defense that – you saw this time around, and we had the uh, misidentification uh, by reporters asking Byron Leftwich Todd Bowles questions. Which is just <laughs> I didn't bad. see that. Just bad. Oh. Uh, but, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a guy that, all right, is that a lottery ticket you want to get in on? Or is Damian Williams back, and now you're just in a split situation? Yeah. So you say, you know, I can't, I can't go through. With Tampa, I mean, Mike Evans – reportedly, you know, told, you know, Bruce Arians talking to Peter King said, well, Evans says he's going to give up a little bit of money to try to keep the band together. What does that mean? Like how how much, you know, is Chris Godwin going to say, you know what, I'd rather try to fight for number two because he's going to get paid regardless. But it's just a matter of, all right, do you want the largest signing bonus you can get or will you take a little bit less, sure. less to hang on the pirate ship for another year? Rob Gronkowski yeah, physically, you know, he'll want he'll want to come back mentally, right? But physically, he, he, six for sixty-seven and two scores. They basically ran the same plays that the Chiefs do with Travis Kelsey for those scores. But it's a you watched him lumber, right? And he did a lot yep. of blocking this year. Is is his body going to be able to hold up for another full season, or do we start putting him on a pitch count? So I can't trust him, even though in tight end. You know, Nirvana, you would see him as a top seven, top eight guys based on at least the red zone potential. But I don't know how much I buy. And Ronald Jones, I don't trust. I just don't. Like, Mm -hmm. certainly from the red zone, we saw that in full display in that possession I talked about. But, you know, also we talked about his receiving issues throughout the year and how much more you saw Leonard Fournette as a receiver than you would have ever expected to. I, I just I, I look at I, I just look at both of these teams and I even look ahead to next year. You know, the, the, there could be the opportunity where Kansas, Kansas City is on a blank U tour, you know, to uh, to try to get revenge from what happened on on Sunday. But I also believe that losing a Super Bowl is so difficult to come back from. And even though you've gone to back-to-back Super Bowls and even though you have Patrick Mahomes, it's just a really tough thing to recover from to think that you've come so close to the top of the mountain and they you know, are a game away from going back-to-back and then losing to have to put all of that work back in 
just to get the opportunity, I just think is very tough mentally. And I think that's why we see the history of teams that lose Super Bowls not have the opportunity to get back because there was there were no fruits to their labor and to have to do it all again is just is difficult but i also look at it mike as next year fantasy wise for tampa bay i think they're in the in the same boat not only for everything that you mentioned with how they're going to construct their roster but realistically all they care about and all brady cares about is wins and losses that's it so, so yeah so there's 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 so not you draft be- him yeah. He's going to put up his numbers, right? I mean, yeah. 50 touchdowns when you include the playoffs, fantastic stuff. It, it, I'll trust him because, really, if you look at it uh, on the whole and fantasy being a little different than than reality, I mean, what is he? It's, he's still a top, what, seven quarterback now? I mean, yeah. when, when you throw three touchdowns a game, Mahomes, it helps. You look at Mahomes, Rodgers, Russell. Josh Allen. Allen Lamar. Right, Jackson for fantasy, but still yeah. has that potential. And I'll assume they add at least one or two competent receivers. Right, one of the stats that we looked at coming into the game. I mean, you just look at Yak over the course of the year. Uh, there were fourteen hundred more yards of Yak from the Chiefs than there were from the Ravens. That's the, how disparate things were in your receiving core. And you could put some of that on Lamar Jackson. But, yeah, I, I look at Brady, and, and by default, he finds his way up into the top ten because I think I'll rather take him and just hope Father Time doesn't suddenly come down like a house of bricks versus all these quarterbacks that are spinning around the merry-go-round. We're going to bring in Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, uh, who's going to run down our prop bets in just a little bit. But before we get to to see how well we fared, or I'm afraid in my case, how poorly I, I fared, the uh, the the Brady play, I told you about the, the fantasy game that I play with my buddies, and we ended up having to just pick a couple of quarterbacks at the start of the playoffs. And there were some guys who ended up picking Tom Brady, and I thought, geez, with... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You know, with with Lamar Jackson, with Aaron Rodgers, with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen available, to take Tom Brady is is quite a stretch. Well, the teams that are all at the top of the standings took Tom Brady in that pool. And uh, there's there's something with the consistency. It may be too, you know, uh, two t- 210 yards and three touchdowns. But, but he still uh, was playing. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to the other guys, playing. right? <laughs> still is playing and cashing in. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. Don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to proflowers.com to save 15% until February 14th with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. All right, let's hear how we did on our prop bets. Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, gave Mike and I 12 prop bets from Super Bowl 55. And here's here's the scary thing about this is we've, we've started to do the one-week sort of thing. I will admit that my opinions change throughout the week, not because I'm wishy-washy, but I just can't remember what I said two days ago with some of these prop bets. So I am curious to hear what I said a week ago and if my mind changed at all throughout the week. All right, Lee DeLapp. uh, Get him on Twitter, at Lee DeLapp. Let's run down these prop bets that you gave uh, Harmon and myself. We all started strong with the national anthem at two minutes. Okay. We, I think we went 216 on that. Yeah, it paid off, that. too. You yeah. saw that story this weekend, too? They, yeah, they, right, they, they took reporter, the so they had the, to take it off. Yeah, they had to take that off, but we got ahead of it. We we got got the, why did they take it off? Well, because there was a reporter that stood outside and timed it, and he put it on his Twitter account. Oh. And then at some point, it got picked up. Now, I know a lot of folks that made money off of that tweet. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? people that I talked to, was like, yep, saw it and immediately bet it. And most places where you had action honored the bet. Another person who made a lot of money off props was the streaker. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I did hear that where he put he put money on uh what was it? Was it 50 grand or, or what was yeah, what was it? I think he ultimately made over 300 grand, right? And, wow. And That's what it was. Yeah, he made over 300 and he just had to put up $1000 for that, bail <laughs> that there would be a streaker. Well, they, they, and he that's was the perfect streaker. information. I don't. I don't think he should win. I think that'll yeah. be a problem. <laughs> Which that's, is why the national anthem got taken off. Absolutely, because you now had perfect information. Well, the next one was fifty-fifty. Dan, you you took tails. Mike, you took heads on the opening coin toss, and of course, it came up heads this year. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, after my coin toss rant last week, I was actually out flipping uh, some burgers on the grill. And I missed what the actual made up, what they made the coin up. If it was the two helmets on one side and the NFL shield on the other, completely missed what it even was. But I did hear uh, edited his heads. And so I, I knew I lost that one. Going on from there, you guys, we were both, all of us were bullish on the fact that there would be multiple mentions of home field advantage and Bill Belichick. In fact, both of those hit the under. So we were all wrong on that oh, one. Oh, wow. Ah, jeez. It looked awesome when you had 60,000 cardboard cutouts. It did. Like, it did. You, like when, when it was blurry in the back, you couldn't tell if they were real people or fake. So it actually worked. Oh, I thought it was great. Felt like yeah. a cool game. 
when you look at when you're when you watch this ten years from now, you're going to be looking at that, and for for the kids who are just learning football, they they aren't going to know the difference. But it it actually looked you know great. And I thought about this too: is how awesome to be able to be at a Super Bowl and not have to deal with people around you. You know, like in three seats. Yes. You know, like. Oh, my goodness. I'm already thinking the next year. It's here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I always preach every week that I don't go and have a beer with a buddy. That money goes into a jar. And for next January and February, I will be buying my ticket to go watch it live because I'm assuming this is done and I'm going to be able to go watch whatever terrible halftime show comes next year and go from there. Uh, but unfortunately, I will be surrounded by people, Dan. That's <laughs> Just buy two, you know, or you'd have to buy three so you could have them both straddled on both sides. Dad bought like five tickets to the Super Bowl, three in one row, two in the next. (laughs) Why? He hates people. (laughs) All right, Leah, sorry sorry to interrupt. No worries. We were all split on whether or not Tony Romo would be correctly predicting plays in this one. We had it at two and a half. Dan, you had the over. Mike, you had the under. Like you said, Mike, he was playing more fanboy. He did hit the under on that. Not a lot of correct plays was, predicted. In was there game. a Brady Belichick bet that we did as well? There was a – would they mention Bill Belichick? And, in fact, they didn't mention Bill Belichick during the broadcast at all. Wow. Jeez, I got that one. So I'm like one for fo- – yeah, I'm one in four right now. One for five of my – these are atrocious. And you were also very bullish that Patrick Mahomes would hit over on the uh, the yards passing. It was at 320. He yes. He only hit 270, so Mike was right on that one. I thought he was going to hit 50 passes, and he had 49, so I would, I would have missed on that one as well. But never in my wildest dreams did I think that I – mean, think about this. That was the worst possible outcome that you could have for a Chiefs offense, and he still threw for 270. Right. Well, he ran for 497, according to uh, <laughs> folks <laughs> hey, that tracked true. him running side to side. Just 482 <laughs> of them were behind the line of scrimmage, unfortunately. <laughs> we also asked how many rushing yards for Tom Brady at a half in this. Mike, you took the over, but Dan, you were right that there were, would be a couple kneel downs, three to be exact, along with the fumble. He came out with negative one yard. All right. So oh, that, finally... that fumble was a kick in the teeth now, wasn't it? Well, heck, you know the fourth and fourth and goal that they gave to, you know Jones and got stopped. Brady was always a you know the good fourth and short guy. Why is right? he not running behind Vita Vea? Why are we wasting Vita Vea? <laughs> Ronald Jones running behind. Uh, it didn't matter. They won the game, but that sequence made no sense. <laughs> Prediction would be that Travis Kelsey would have the most receiving yards for the Chiefs, and that was correct. The question was, would it be over or under 92.5? Dan, you were right. He hit that well over. I think he had 133 in this game. All right. There you go. And then we went to the other side with Gronk with 29.5, but Mike was uh, right on this one. It was over 67 yards. I This is and, – and I wrote this down as well. I did change this during the week. I did change my thinking on who was going to stand out. And there is Fox Sports Radio programming where I said this, and so that's that's what I was curious on what I what I bet last week in the in the thoughts. But thinking it over and just just the first matchup, Gronk was the best receiver in that game against Kansas City, and just the way that Brady operates, you know, it's why James White had 14 receptions in mm-hmm. Super Bowl Fifty One. It's so I I I figured I got that one wrong, but I did change throughout the week. I'll take the loss here, though. No, take the W. <laughs> we'll uh, Leo just go through hours of programming. 
and verify it's, it. No, I'm it's just like kidding. changing my winning percentage from 318 to 332. That's basically what it would be. You get closer to Hall be. of Fame status at 332, right. Dan. On to the post-game props, you guys. We asked, of course, as we always do, color of the Gatorade that would be drenched onto the uh, onto the coach. And there was controversy over this because CBS had turned away uh, the cameras right as the uh, as the Gatorade bath uh. was to ensue. So, but it, we did get still frames of it. It was blue. Dan, you had gone with the favorite orange. Mike, you went with the lime green classic. But it was, in fact, my favorite blue, Arctic Arctic blue. Close Arctic your freeze. blue with the win. Huh? <laughs> it's blue blast. Remember that, that from The Office? Blue Blast? <laughs> Michael Scott? What flavor is it? Blue Blast? We all thought that the MVP, of course, this being Tom Brady this year, would perhaps say Disney, That, of course, being in Florida. But there was no mention of Disney in the post-game, uh, post-game festivities. Yeah, that came out later, he and Gronk. Oh, Gosh. And last my, week- my picks, by the way, are like the New York Jets of picks. Because <laughs> I'm a... <laughs> You know what? I, that's a little too harsh on myself. I'm right now the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm like three eight and one. That's where I am. I think on our picks right now. Well, you're three, still in, one, in line for a division playoff game potentially. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And uh, a big surprise to everyone: it was under on the two and a half masks in commercials. Oh, it was under. Yeah, so we were all wrong on that one too. I know the there was a, a prop bet as well about dogs. Would and there that, be more than what four and a half, two, two dogs? and a half, or three and a half? Yeah, yeah. That, that hit the under as well. That was that's bizarre. interesting. Yeah, oh, Shaggy well, won the bet for best uh, best commercial, best commercial with uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, I you know there was we my uh, my wife and I had uh, my father in law over on Saturday night, and so we ended up watching the Super Bowl commercials show. Oh, okay, the show, sure. On Saturday night before the NFL honors and, and looking back. And so they did kind of a, you know, a preview ahead, and that was one of that, that Cheetos commercial that they ended up doing, you know, like a, a look-in. So when it came on, I wasn't as surprised because I felt like I got the inside look on the commercial program the night before. I was but. working during the game, so I'm actually looking forward to tonight going back and rewatching all the commercials. Well, the good thing is you could fast forward through the game because there's not much to watch. <laughs> so, so there, it's a fair, you, fair point. <laughs> all right. Very good job, Lee. And, and, you, and Lee. while we've got him here. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. A round of applause to Lee DeLapp. This is our final episode of I Want Your Flex this season, uh, our 38th episode that we have done. Lee has been there for every single one of them, even on vacation, uh, even in different places, uh, here, there, and everywhere. So, Lee, a tip of the cap to you, and thank you very much for all of your work. Absolutely. Thanks, you guys, and just hopefully uh, next year we get a championship in the fantasy football. That would be uh, Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rodgers showing up in the playoffs. <laughs> now's now's the time, Lee, where you say nice stuff about us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You I'm showed kidding. up and you finished <laughs> totally. the job. I, I'm kidding. Thanks, Lee. Fun Great season, you guys. job. That was it, good. it was. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from Pro Flowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. It was a great season. We're already looking ahead to next season. We have turned the page. And if you listen to the podcast uh, last week, you heard Mike and I do our first round of what we think a 2021 fantasy draft would look like. A 12 pick first round. And we're actually going to do a second round here in just a little bit. But just to recap what Mike and I did, alternating picks. Christian McCaffrey went one. I had the odd picks. Mike had the even picks. He took Travis Kelsey two. I then went Devontae Adams three. Derek Henry uh, of the Titans went four. Uh, then Dalvin Cook of the Vikings five. Mike grabbed Jonathan Taylor at six of the Colts. I then went Tyreek Hill. James Robinson of Jacksonville at the number eight spot overall. Saquon Barkley at nine. Then Mike took Nick Chubb at 10. I grabbed Stephon Diggs at 11. And Alvin Kamara went to Mike at number 12. You can take the odd ones here, Mike. You can have the first pick in the uh, the second round of guys. Oh. We're, we're going to fill out the rest of our second round here. And then at the end, we're also just going to give you a name, a sleeper name or a name that you're going to want to try to target. Just put it in the back of your mind. Keep it there. And then when draft time comes around, uh, just pull it out, uh, whether it be late July, early August, late August, early September, whenever your draft is. So, uh, Mike, you are on the clock with the first pick of the second round with those 12 players off the board. All right. With the first pick of the second round on my back-to-back road to a title, uh, I am going to hope and wish and pray that he is the man and he remains standing at J.K. Dobbins. No more Mark Ingram. Mm -hmm. Stanley comes back. And we saw some good things down the stretch. Yeah, he he definitely was was on my list and ended up as as I I actually wrote other names before him that I thought. Mm -hmm. And then when I wrote his name down, I'm like, 
Yeah, he'd be a real nice, real nice play. I, I mean, his game too has evolved uh, over the last couple of years. Or, I mean, you know, I watched a lot of him in college. Sure. Uh, he's become more of a receiver, even after the, you know, the problems they had in the national semifinal game against Clemson. Uh, he's had this separation where he doesn't. He never looks like he's running that fast, but for some reason, guys can't catch him. And so it's it, yeah, so a little bit so of Mark J- Ingram in him. In yeah, that, in yeah, that way, right. Little- yeah, there's there's something to a uh, J.K. Dobbins there. I like that pick at thirteen, our first pick of the second round. I I had a difficult time in in trying to determine: do I go running back? Do I go wide receiver? Is there a tight end that I'm interested in? I settled on wide receiver, and I just think now with Arthur Smith in Atlanta that Calvin Ridley. <laughs> is going to even explode even more. I am taking Calvin Ridley. I ahead of Julio Jones, can't trust Jones. I think Calvin Ridley uh, is going to be of great value in NFL uh, fantasy drafts come Ooh, how I the summer that. of 2021. I like that one a lot. All right, I am going to go back and, and I'm going to take your guy, uh, hoping that there's more consistency. Uh, give me DK Metcalf. Hmm. Especially after he uh, was angry about the predictability of things. So uh, perhaps it shuffles up. I, I, You know what? I, I'm actually going to use what you just did on you because I don't know who's going to be in Chicago. I don't know if Alan oh, Robinson's going to be Oh, damn you. There. I know you. Take, yeah, I'm going to take David Montgomery at, at number 16. So, uh, <sighs> hey, somebody's got to do something with the football, no matter who the quarterback's going to be. We don't know about their wide receivers. I am going to take David Montgomery at number 16 overall. thought I was going to be able to steal him with a, in another pick or two. You know, uh, you final know what? four weeks of the year, number three uh, among running backs. I when There was was when you were doing when we did the first round you took James Robinson at number eight and I did not expect that I thought maybe you were going to go Montgomery at eight and then when I was at 11 it was Diggs or Montgomery and of course again as I tell you my mind changes you know in the span of a week I ended up going Diggs and then uh, thinking about it, I had Calvin Ridley. So I, I, I even had David Montgomery as maybe a possibility. Uh, just their success and their future was the only thing that kind of kept me uh, from, from, from taking the plunge, if you will. Yeah, that's the thing that took, took it for me, Dan, waiting to see what happens with the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen Robinson probably doesn't return, as you mentioned. Uh, Cole Komet, as much as they talked about how much they liked him, they didn't really use him a whole lot and and then you look at that offensive line which was good in spurts but certainly inconsistent so that's why he was slipping a bit but uh we we certainly saw him with great output when Trubisky had his resurgence uh at the end of the year so uh a nice steal by you there uh and now I'm all angry and sad Well, you could take your you could take your uh, angst out on me. You have the pick at number seventeen, the fifth pick in the second round of our two round twenty twenty one fantasy draft. At number seventeen, I am going to take the guy that so long as he's healthy, you can't stop him. And I, I have to put that caveat in because I love me some Keenan Allen. Right, mm. balls for days. We're talking about target counts that just keep rising, or so it seems, and a quarterback that delivers a pretty ball. I, at number 18, gosh, there's there are a handful of backs that that I could 
that I that I think are somewhat similar. So I don't know who's going to separate. So I'm just going to take a guy that I think separates. Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. I'm going to follow your Keenan Allen and take him. I think I literally th- had just penciled him in for the next pick. <laughs> so uh, nice well, work, Dan. Well, there's there's just there's a cluster of running backs, and when you think of the names that we haven't mentioned, and I don't want to mention them now because we're doing a draft, but Mike, there's there's no clear hierarchy mm-hmm. in this group. But I think with the wide receiver position, that the, there's you know there's separation be, between some of the guys, and Justin Jefferson. You know, magnificent rookie season with the Vikings, and you can only imagine that things are probably going to get better in Minnesota. Well, and you look at most of those running backs that you're mentioning without mentioning, we have a lot of questions of who their quarterbacks are, just yeah. like in Chicago. It's yep. the, all right, this guy could be good if things break the right way, and they'll have their, their single weeks or maybe a month where things work, but overall still a lot of questions all right uh talking about that separation and greatness uh another one that i want to put in bubble wrap till september i don't know who his quarterback is going to be but i'll take george kittle Mm, yes just based on a per game basis of what we saw and the fact that dude willed himself back onto the field in a lost season Mm-hmm. I'll take any guy that does that. Like that, there, there's yeah. just something different about a guy who still wants to get his reps in at the end of a season that clearly isn't going anywhere. And I also think that we expect the 49ers to return to what they were last season as opposed to what they had to deal with this season with their injuries. So I can cross Kittle off the board. I am going to – you know, I, I there's – there's – there's the group of running backs that I'm just looking at, and you know what? I'm gonna. When it comes to running backs, we'll go with with success. I'll go with Cam Akers. Take him in L.A. Now oh, more of a passing nice. game uh, to see him what he did at the end of the season to see how they leaned on him in the playoffs. Could be a scenario too, honestly, Mike. That does scare me. Where some of these teams with higher aspirations of just making the playoffs and want to do damage, maybe taking some of the wear and tear off of their running backs sure. during the regular season, and then we see the the push towards it. You could see that with Cam Akers, considering it took him a while to to grab that starting spot. But when he actually did, he was darn good. So give me Cam Akers at number twenty overall in our twenty twenty one fantasy draft. I like that pick a lot. All right. As we go through, and, and I'm really staring at that muddled mess of running backs, and I, I, I don't want to do it. And I, injuries and ineffectiveness and question marks all around. But I like the <laughs> explosiveness. So, Miles Sanders it is. <laughs> oh, man. I told you. I think I told you the story. I had Miles Sanders on my fantasy team. And on my Sunday show with uh, George Reister, we have Adam Kaplan on every week. Mm-hmm. And I, at least once every three weeks, would have to ask him a Miles Sanders question. <laughs> and because Adam's so plugged into the Eagles, sure. I knew what he was talking about. And it was basically for my own benefit. And so Can there you was... help my fantasy team, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, so what's the, what's the word? Is Philadelphia ready to ride with Miles Sanders as their guy? I would totally slide that in. I like that. Uh, all right, uh, my, yeah, Miles Sanders there. You mentioned injury. There's, oh, gosh, there's there's some injuries. There's some up-and-coming teams. Quarterback positions all being thrown around. I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. 
I actually think that his talent is magnificent. I just don't know what Detroit's going to have around him. Maybe it's a it's a David Montgomery situation, but DeAndre Swift is going to be um, a guy that I think has extreme talent, and maybe Dan Campbell and, and the the staff that they build that they have there with Anthony Lynn and and Deuce Daly can use him in a lot of different ways. Yeah, talking about uh, using him in the slot, some is mm-hmm. what they're talking about. So I mean, if you can get that, uh, we know Jared Goff loves the quick hits. Yes. Right. And Anthony Lynn, Chargers fans, uh, cover your ears. He really likes to run the ball on first and second <laughs> down <laughs> in obvious situations. Uh, so, so that is the case. All right, I'm gonna go, uh, and I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be the guy, especially if I mean quarterback situations all around. Right. We, we, we wonder aloud. And there's a couple of guys that that I like, but I I don't know that I trust <laughs> that to get the ball uh, to their their number one options. But uh, I'm gonna bank on uh, DeAndre Hopkins mm. with a full off season. Yep. I'm gonna say talent wins out. He's I, he was the last receiver that I had written down that I would take in our draft. It is it's so tough. That was sometimes painful to watch that offense. Yeah. And just watch what they couldn't do, what Kyler Murray couldn't do. And obviously there was no true number two on that roster. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, even if he plays in 2021, I mean, he's a shell of his former self. Mm -hmm. Christian Kirk appears and then disappears for four weeks. You can't trust him, plus injury history. And then out of the backfield – Love or hate or the Drake. I mean, was, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that was a mess. They were so deceiving when they led the NFL in rushing at the start of the year because it was all Kyler Murray. Kenyon Drake could get 2.5 yards. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was – he'd end up getting goal line carries, um, at least especially later on in the season when Murray got hurt because Kyler Murray then stole all of them from him in the first part of the year. Sure. It was a gripe here on the podcast. Uh, you could tell I had Kenyon Drake on a couple of teams. But, yeah, there was just not a lot in Arizona. I uh, Hopkins was the, the last name that I wrote down. I have the last pick. There, there are some names. Uh, there are some different positions. We haven't picked a quarterback, and we're not going to have one in the first two rounds. I'm not going quarterback at 24. There are just too many good ones around. Give me Antonio Gibson in Washington. Go. I'm going to put him. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's Arian Foster, and 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 when he went, you know, he had that late push the year before he exploded with the Houston Texans. He ended up having a good couple of games. He had a really good game in Buffalo, I, I, I believe, at the time. And that carried over. And so I always feel that way with some of these guys. If you you know end the season on a high note and maybe your overall stats aren't reflective, that should carry over. I think Washington's good. I think Washington wins the division again if they can just figure out their quarterback position. We saw what they did with their defense. And if Gibson stays health- healthy, I think that there's opportunity for him there. Oh, no question about it. You know, as as I picked Hopkins, it was, all right, I don't know that Ben Roethlisberger necessarily is back mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, right, whatever the talk is about his contract. So Deon- Deontay Johnson's a guy, clearly he loved him. And Juju may not be back. He's a free agent. And now he's a star of a random digitized version of himself eating a digitized version of Samuel L. Jackson in a commercial. That was trippy. (laughs) But when we like A.J. Brown, different offensive coordinator. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Julio Jones, you mentioned 
older, injury prone, and Ridley, you know, gets Smith there to help, you know, change sure. that. Darren Waller, I think, was the other guy that was looking at saying he probably belonged here somewhere and would yeah. probably come off the board right at the the beginning of the third. I, I jotted down Waller as well. The the names that I, I written down that I didn't put in that neither of us drafted uh, Austin Eckler, uh, Miles Gaskin in, in Miami. If he ends up getting that job and they mm-hmm. whoever is the quarterback there, I still think that there's a role for him. Joe Mixon's injury. Uh, situation is scary in Cincinnati. We still don't know what they're going to do with their their offensive line. Josh Jacobs, you know, who made our top ten of our favorite stat lines. It was, you know, Devontae Booker, you know, came in and and ended up getting a lot of that action there. The other name, and it's actually two names. I wrote down AJ Dillon, which is connected to Aaron Jones because sure. we don't know Aaron Jones's status. And if Aaron Jones isn't in Green Bay, I want to know where he is before I take him. And if he's he's not in Green Bay, then maybe AJ Dillon's my guy. Gets you his know? opportunity, so, sure. Yeah. So they so I actually kind of had both of those guys connected, and the reason that I didn't take them is because of both of their uncertainties because of where they're going to you know could or or you know may or may not be is the better. I'm way to still going to highlight that you said AJ Dillon and just say when it happens, and he's a super stud. Dan Byer had him. <laughs> he told you people. Uh, who knows? Maybe then Jamal Williams will end up, you know, just being the, uh, you know, the guy that the Packers want and keep. But I, I, there's <laughs> second round pick and those quads. Jeez, you know, yeah, he, no, he and Saquon Barkley. All right, is there? We didn't take any quarterbacks, in, no. in, as we mentioned in the draft. Is there any sleeper that you want somebody to think of to remember? Maybe somebody that's even just a name that we know, but that you think could explode in 2021. As we look at the. Board, and you mentioned Miles Gaskin. He was a guy I had circled, and it was a question of how much does he fall based on uncertainty and how early are you drafting uh, in your particular league. So that that's kind of where I, I was headed in, in that regard. But for the wide receiver position, I'll, I'll go back to Chicago and look at a guy you're going to be able to draft pretty late, I think. Uh, Darnell Mooney mm. had a great rookie year, 55 receptions. Quiet 55 receptions, right? Because the Bears offense obviously wasn't uh, putting up major numbers, but he's the downfield threat, mm-hmm. right? You had him and you had Allen Robinson, and there were times where Mooney w- was open. It's like, all right, whether it was Foles or Trubisky, it's like, how are you missing him? Get get him the ball. Uh, he's got game-changer ability, and he'll probably be drafted in the back end of your drafts unless something changes dramatically. So I think that's a guy that could put up some sneaky numbers for you late. The, uh, the name that I wrote down that it's, it's kind of on the level higher. Cause Mooney, as you said, is more of a late round pick, but maybe the mid round guy that I think will get a lot of hype as the season goes, but is ready for a huge season. CD lamb. I, he had, I mean, he almost had a thousand yards at a season when Dak Prescott didn't play in a lot of it. Expect Dak to to come back. Um, even when when Dak was there, there seemed to be an effort to get CD Lamb the football, and I expect at some point in twenty twenty one for him to be the top Cowboys wide receiver. So I'm putting some chips in on CD like Lamb that. for twenty twenty one. Yeah, I did not expect the disappearing act from Michael Gallup. No, after the strong twenty nineteen season that he had, he became an afterthought 
for much of the season. So uh, certainly have that. You want to predict a location for Marcus Mariota? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we could have done. We could do another podcast well, next week. Just do just a bunch it. of them on predicting where quarterbacks land, led by Lee DeLapp. <laughs> All right, I can't these do any... four guys will keep their jobs. Everybody else is up for grabs. I couldn't do any worse than my Super Bowl prop bets. I'll tell you that much. It would be very easy to improve on. So there it is. There's our, our second round of our fantasy draft. Again, just to recap what the second round was, J.K. Dobbins, Calvin Ridley, D.K. Metcalf, David Montgomery, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, George Kittle, Cam Akers, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Antonio Gibson. So that wraps up the second round. And, it's going to wrap up the podcast for the 2020 NFL season, Mike. What a season it's been. Pretty scary uh, how fast. I mean, we, we waited on it, right? We had four months of nothing, and then it all started coming back, and then the NFL season came, and at least for work purposes, we were able to put blinders on. Yeah, yep. they shuffled some games. We had some weird start times. We had a Wednesday afternoon game that we all got to celebrate, and a curiosity it was. Uh, but here we are. We're done. We we finished an actual NFL season. I'm shocked. It was uh, it was quite a ride. And thank you again to Fantasy Football. Thank you to the NFL for providing us that normalcy over the past five months. And thank you to Mike Harmon. There isn't a better numbers and information guy in the fantasy world than Mike, who brings it every single week, whether it be with the rankings, the the hot plays, his ninjas, or my stupid cold sores. Ah, uh, we love it. The the uh, uh, the, it blast, the work Dan. that you put in it should be commended, and it's always fun. And uh, uh, can't wait to do it again next year. Oh, we had a great time, and you uh, directing traffic and keeping me on point with the stopwatch and not letting me go on my rants. Good job by you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And you can get our executive producer, Lee DeLapp, on Twitter at Lee DeLapp. And the I Want Your Flex podcast has its own Twitter site as well if you ever want to check that out at I Want Your Flex. That's a wrap on the 2020 NFL season. We hope we gave you a head start on your 2021 fantasy season. And if you ever do have questions, just send them Mike and my way again. Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Enjoy the offseason. Rest up and get ready to dominate, as Mike would say, in 2021. We'll talk to you soon. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to... Make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.